It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hi there, welcome into Locked On Vikings on this Thursday morning. I'm Sam Ekstrom, the host at Sam Ekstrom on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. That would be extremely helpful. You can also advertise on the program. Email LockedOnVikings at gmail.com and we'll get you hooked up. Writing solo today in the home studio, I have three stories on three Vikings draft picks today. A chance for you to become more familiar with the Vikings draft class, particularly day three draftees. The Vikings found some characters on day three, some very unique stories. And we start with Rodney Adams today, the fifth round wide receiver from the University of South Florida. When you think fifth round receiver, got to think of Stefan Diggs, right? Same round where the Vikings phenom was drafted. Diggs was highly touted out of high school into college. Same can't be said, though, for Adams. So there's plenty of differences there. But Adams has gone through a lot. He's just 22 years old, turns 23 in September. On the field as a senior, he had over 1,000 yards from scrimmage, over 800 through the air. And he returned kicks at 24 yards a pop. But there's been a lot of adversity along the way for Mr. Rodney Adams. His initial college of choice was Toledo in the MAC. While attending Toledo in 2013, Adams got a call that nobody ever wants to receive. His mother, Michelle Conway Scott, had perished in a car accident. Life understandably turned on its head. At the time, his brother, Antonio, who I believe was 16 or 17, still a minor, needed a guardian. And that became Rodney Adams. So Adams decided to switch schools. He got a hardship waiver from Toledo and chose to go back down to his home state of Florida and play for the University of South Florida so he could be closer to his brother, Antonio Blunt, that's a lot of responsibility. You think about last year, one of the stories with Laquan Treadwell is that he has this adorable young daughter and he appeared to be a very caring father for her. Obviously, Treadwell, you know, you have when you have a baby come into your life, you have time to prepare for it, and that doesn't make it any easier or any less responsibility, but when you have this type of thing where out of nowhere 
you are suddenly uh, motherless, parentless, and you take on the responsibility of your young adult brother, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. Adams has had to pull through over a lot in his way. His quote to the Vikings media when he was drafted, I had to grow up and learn fast. My situation was bad, and I was in a really low point in my life, and I couldn't let my mom down. So I had to grow up and be a man early, and that meant taking care of his brother. His brother is a legal adult now living with Adam's grandmother down in Florida, and Adam's adversity wasn't done. He experienced another setback beginning of his senior year, just last year. He was misdiagnosed with a heart condition. That's pretty serious stuff. And Adams says he thought his career was over. He said he was, quote, really scared. But a malfunction in the equipment led to the mistake. They called him back. They said, you can play football again. And he went out and had a career season. Now he's drafted. He's wearing purple, a member of the Minnesota Vikings. That's the Rodney Adams story. We transition now to another pass catcher, Bucky Hodges. Hodges is a supremely confident and well-spoken individual. And I believe I alluded to this on the show previously, a converted quarterback. That's not a common transition from tight end to QB. But Bucky Hodges managed to pull it off. Here's the tale of how that came about as he describes it. We played the University of North Carolina my redshirt year. It was week four. We played them, and they had Eric Ebron from the Lions on their team at the time. And Bud Foster, the defensive coordinator at Virginia Tech, he pulled me aside and just asked me if I wanted to do that for that week to emulate him. He said we were similar, fast, fit guys, so I did it. And I just felt like a little kid again because I played tight end in Pop Warner in fourth grade, and I played quarterback ever since then after fifth grade. But I felt like a kid again when I was playing tight end. I just worked every day. In the offseason, I'm still working. I want to be great. I want to be a legend. I want to be a name that's remembered forever in the NFL. So basically, he's a quarterback. He's in college as a QB. They ask him to emulate Eric Ebron, now a highly touted tight end for the Detroit Lions. First round pick. And it sticks. Between Hodges and McKinnon, the Vikings are amassing quarterbacks. Dual threat, you might say. Let's see if we can get Hodges to throw a deep ball this year. The catch with Hodges is, is because he's more of an athlete than he is a blocker. He's not really used to blocking anybody. He played mostly in wide receiver sets when he was at Virginia Tech. Not quite as familiar, perhaps, with the inline stuff. That's going to have to come, and that might make him a niche player at first. But when you consider his size, 6'7", 245, you can imagine that he's got the tools to be a pretty physical player. The Vikings will just have to evoke that out of him. Hodges is all about work ethic, says he's got a boulder-sized chip on his shoulder, and I love this little tidbit about him. He's never attended an NFL game. His first NFL game will be with the Minnesota Vikings as a player. That's wild. Bucky Hodges, tight end, Virginia Tech. 
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash List. Last story today. Ifade Odenabo out of Northwestern. Defensive end who has some potential as a rotational player. He is a first-generation American, parents from Nigeria. Based on his athletic gifts, he had offers to Ohio State and Alabama, but he chose to go the academic route and go to the Big Ten school Northwestern. Here's the quote. In all seriousness, I'm the first one in my family not born in Nigeria, so I didn't watch that much football and all that. I initially used football as a tool to get me to a smart academics school, unquote. And then, of course, he realized that he's pretty good at football, and he was going to commit himself to it and try to get to this level, which he has now succeeded at, picked 220th overall. But Odenabo received a lot of support from his parents, who also told him that they wanted him to fall back on the academics. He's going to have a good head on his shoulders, and you have to have a good head on your shoulders if you go to a school like Northwestern. He said that his parents told him, Ifade, you've got to have a fallback, which is your academics. And once you get your degree and everything, if you want to become a pro, go ahead. And apparently, Odenubbo, as he was watching the draft, got too fed up. He couldn't watch it anymore. He was too stressed about falling to the sixth round, that he had to leave. He had to get up and just start driving out of the house. He said he was driving to Chicago just aimlessly when he got the call saying he was going to be a Minnesota Viking. Couldn't take it. Couldn't watch. And I don't blame him. When you get down there in those later rounds, sixth round, starting the seventh round, that's anxiety riddled. I probably wouldn't watch either. So to summarize what we've talked about today, a player who's overcome tragedy, a player who's converted from a tight end to a quarterback, and a first-gen Nigerian-American who went to school to hit the books and ended up hitting offensive linemen and earning himself a pro contract. Not bad. I'm sure there will be some more in-depth journalism written about these players and these stories as OTAs and training camp progress. You can always be on the lookout at our site, zonecoverage.com. For Vikings content, they will have rookie camp tomorrow. Can't wait to see Dalvin Cook. So excited. Sage Rosenfels rejoins us in the morning. It's Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners, this is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? 
Just search for Lockdown Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Lockdown Wild to your device every day.